Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City, and welcome back to the studio, Mr. Jonathan Green. Up in around the bloody world, you, literally. <laughs> I have around the world, literally. Now, this is John Massengill. That was Jonathan Green. Les Kaiser's in the studio. Howdy, are, howdy. He's are, been, he goes around the world every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, uh, Jonathan, you really did go around the world. I was, you were mapping it out for me. Yeah. London, Hong Kong, Bangkok, Auckland, Austin. And a little bit of motorsport in between. <laughs> a little kind bit of motorsport in between. Macau Grand Prix and also the start of the New Zealand summer. Uh, which... Oh, See, we don't need it anymore. He's, he's in the studio. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Plenty of mayhem. I told you that that, video, that video that he pulled up from is up to 12 million people have watched that video. Oh, fame at last. <laughs> it's the biggest thing you've ever done. All oh, the television, bless. all the Formula One, yeah. and this little video. It's only taken 25 years. <laughs> 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 yeah, baby. Uh, anyway, I'm very glad to be home, and I mean that. Uh, Austin, Texas is my home, and I am so glad to sleep in my own bed. I bet so. <laughs> hey, if you want to call up tonight, 512-643-LIVE, 512-643-5483. Give us a call. Talk about anything you want. It's, it's wide open because we're going to talk Formula One. We're going to talk Toyota, Toyota Racing Series, Macau. Weck. Weck. Coming to Austin. We're going to talk all that. No football, right? No, no. What's that? What is that? Didn't the Cowboys have a team at one point? They have a team. How about they... them Cowboys? Yeah, they that's have the a problem. They have a team. So they did University of Texas. Yes, <clears throat> they have a team. They just don't have a coach. Y'all get beat again? Mm. Not by the Aggies. No. Seriously? Mm. Oh no. Well, nothing. We're not talking football. Recent. Okay, there. Care. We're not talking football. Hey, we do have an interview tonight that Jonathan got with a young female driver, Chelsea Herbert. And we're going to play that here. In a I little have been bit. given a lecture on this by my producer in Toyota. Not lecture, but it's it, you've got to say women drivers. You can't say girls. Can't say female. You well, have to say females women. just a little bit kind of. Yeah. It's so it's women. Women drivers. Yeah. There we go. We're I mean, sticking I, with it. I want to make sure we say that. And and I want to be as respectful as possible. Yeah. This girl is a, and I can call her this, she's a badass because <laughs> she really is. She's been doing V8s, uh, Chelsea Herbert. Uh, I've been watching her progress in V8s in New Zealand. And now she's turning to single-seaters. So, yes, we'll hear from her. Yep. And we're also going to talk a little Mazda Miata MX-5 Cup with the folks from Winding Road later in the show. That's well. right. We've got the ambassador for that series. How do I sign up? The ambassador. Does he have you diplomatic gotta... immunity? I think maybe on the track he does, but <laughs> we shall see. Stephen Marengo, like I said, from Winding Road, one of the uh, top racing shops to deal with this spec series. So, yeah, I guess it's time also because it's the end of the year 
to talk about what what has just been you know uh, an interesting Formula One season and yep. what looks ahead to the following season. I'll say the last half absolutely it really yeah. came together. Yeah, yeah, the last half of the season was fantastic, and I, I you know. I know we talk 2021 rules all the time. We talk about how to make racing better, but we enjoyed a really good season overall. The championship, you know, I know Mercedes ran away with it. Ferrari had the car. I mean, they, they for the most part, they had bad strategic decisions all season long. Ferrari? Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we had, um, you know, everything from, you know, just miserable races at the beginning and some really, really competitive races. Well, and also, sadly, the literally fall down of Haas from, remember, fifth and sixth yeah. on the grid in Australia right. to literally also runs here at Austin uh, and on and on. And, I mean, you know, I read a, a really good article with Gunter saying they really just can't fathom it. And, thankfully, they're, they're, they're an anus horribilis, as they once said in Latin, a horrible year. Um, they want out of here, and they want to turn to 2020 as quickly as quickly, as quickly as they can. Yeah, and hopefully they'll get it figured out. Yes, I think they will. Uh, what else, from a team standpoint, most improved? Uh, that's an easy one in my mind. What about you guys? Oh, McLaren. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Well, I, I, and let's, and also let's not forget. There's a wonderful shot. I, I get Autosport, the magazine, when I'm in England. Uh, I love that magazine because I know we, 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 we sign up for it and we, we read it online, but the magazine is just like tactile. You know, you get it? Yeah, yeah. And there's I agree a with lovely that. shot on the, uh, on the cover of last week's with Verstappen pointing at his Honda badge. Oh, nice. And I thought that was so significant after all the discussion we've had about Honda right. uh, in the last three years. And remember, a lot of it was what on earth is going on with McLaren and Honda. Right, and yeah. it was just, and I kept saying, and you know, I kept saying they'll come back, but you, they have come back. They have come back, and and uh, if you, you you, I know you got to see some of the shows while you were around, and and uh, but we had uh, in studio a couple times a Haas F one former Haas F one team yeah. and Dave O'Neill, and he said exactly what you've been saying yeah. for all this time. He said that Honda, that culturally they were not. They were not going to be defeated. They were going to fix that. They're Japanese. I mean, failure. I mean, you know, we, we laugh about the joke of failure is not an option. I mean, that's that's Japanese culture. I mean, literally, people jump off buildings when failure is happening in Japan. And I don't mean that to sound dramatic. I mean that because that's how much pride they have in whatever product, whether it be a washing machine, a car, or or a you know, or a, a mechanical device of any sort, anything. Yeah, the Japanese are so not proud. Gonna- are proud of what they make, um, but to, to to fail at something like that at that scale uh, was horrific. And they are back. So what other? What, let's think about the other. You know, the McLaren most improved. Alexander Albon won Rookie of the Year. Yes, that's my story of the year. Yeah, what a guy and what a gentleman. I saw oh, your he, post saying what a what a great guy to be around, and he is. Yeah, we got yeah. to hang out with him at Dakota, and he was what a breath of fresh air. But, but so <laughs> humble and so I've got to do this, I've got to do this. He was so humble. Well, I mean, and ironically, he reminded me, and I'd forgotten. I spent a lot of time with his father, Nigel. That's um, right. Who is in his own right a very good racing driver. Did Porsche Carrera Cup in Asia for. 20 years. Uh, I think he's retired now, but I'm sure he's just sitting at home going, this is great because it is, it's, it's, it's a story that has come from nowhere. He was, he let, let's face it until the whole Kvyat Gasly debacle happened. 
yeah. Alban, Alban really wasn't in the picture. So, you know, it's an amazing story that he's not only come up against the biggest of odds, up against, let's face it, the best driver in the world, potentially, yeah. in Verstappen. I yeah. mean, I mean Hamilton, of course. But Verstappen, let's face it, is the man. If you, if somebody said to you, John, hey, would you like to drive a, a racetrack a, at Top Gear? Who would you like most yeah, to right. not drive against? You'd probably say Verstappen, it's, right? Yeah, I think that's a, a universal response. Or Les. <laughs> or Les Kaiser, either yeah, one of yeah, those two. one of the two. Um, that's because for different reasons. For different reasons. Come on. But, um, but no, but he, he has got the poison chalice of being the teammate of yeah. Verstappen and on the history of two other drivers failing in that task. Yeah, good point. Good point. Who are still in the, you know, still who in the... Who are pretty good drivers, oh, too. <laughs> and pretty, yeah, one was on the podium the other week. So yeah. it uh, it's a hell of a job to, to go up against Verstappen, but he's done it calmly quietly no aggression gone about his business finished top top six top five hasn't beaten verstappen per se yeah but he's certainly made his name and now i think being recognized as the rookie of the year absolutely enviable but you know two own horn but we saw it at the very beginning yeah. while he was on Toroso, getting picked up what how he was comparing to gasly and when gasly wasn't delivering and he was a to be quite honest, uh, the discipline of the Red Bull team and the, the environment around there, Toroso included, they weren't going to put up with failure as much as anybody else we just spoke of. You know, it's an interesting... the way I felt. Yeah, and I also think culturally, and this is a bit sort of stereotype, but I, I know the Thai people very well, and I know the English people very well. And that combination, which he is, uh, an English father and a Thai mother, has got that perfectly because he has the aggression of a racing driver and yet the calmness and inner sort of meditation of a tie <laughs> i love it yeah okay but I'm humble i'm yeah. not gonna undercut him on anything but i think that red bull relations with tie already yeah that's big true part of ownership <laughs> well, they, they, yeah. no, hang on they stole it yeah but also i hadn't thought another, about that actually. there's not another tie driver that is getting that attention right now well and it's interesting you bring that up because i have followed as you know asian motorsport for a long time and i've covered the uh thai touring car championship and supercar championship for many years and there is a bunch of really really good thai drivers motor racing is second to soccer similar to right. england uh in terms of their interest and there's some really really good racing drivers who come out of thailand that don't go all the way necessarily to formula right. one but there's some really Really, but really my thoughts ones. were he had that skill. Yeah. He had his nationality behind him. Yep. Which definitely would draw a fan base if he did get in the uh, the top F1 seat of the team or next to the top. And I think that was also a business decision around that, potentially sure. investor related as well. A lot, a lot of things like that. I, I tell you what will be interesting, and it's slightly related, but when he goes to Vietnam, I wonder what kind of reception he'll oh. get because it's literally neighboring. And I reckon there'll be a lot of Thai fans there to cheer him on. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It's a bit like it's a bit like Verstappen with the Dutch, you know, they'll follow and, him. And you know, you guys realize you, you remember his his real highlight of the season never happened because he was he was about to have a podium in Brazil when That's Hamilton right. spun him out with what, just a couple laps yeah. to go or something? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would have been like? Yeah. That that uh well, that would have capped off his season. I'll put my can I borrow your anorak? Yeah. If you really want to, on you. well, it's a little long on me, but I, you know, I want to borrow John's anorak. If you really want to see where Thai drivers came from, look up the Princes Bira, the brothers. 
Okay. Who were both in Formula One in the late 50s. Thailand royalty. Huh. Okay. There you go. That is some trivia I would have never... See, I, I needed the anorak, didn't I? <laughs> you needed that. <laughs> I've come back refreshed. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so let's think. We, we talked about Mercedes dominating, Ferrari messing up, McLaren most improved, Haas miserable season. Well, can I you go know. back one point? What, what did go wrong with Ferrari? I mean, I can't put my finger on it. They had the fastest some... car. They had two badass drivers. Um, one well, of, poorly, poor decisions, more it, than it, anything else, I think. Is that what you think? Yes. Yeah. And so, therefore, where are we, where are we putting that? Are we putting it on Bonotto? I, yeah, I'm not far from it. And I'm going to say that they didn't have confidence in what they were doing, which would rattle their drivers. Their drivers would have issues. And then it was tough to execute on what was dreamed about in the boardroom, if you will. And I think Vettel lost the plot. Honestly, I think he suddenly realized that Leclerc was there to stay and Leclerc was starting to gain popularity and, and speed. Um, yeah. And I think it rattled him. And I think we saw the worst side of Vettel. Uh, we saw it, uh, if you remember, at Baku when he banged into to Hamilton. We've seen his um, sort of uh, nature of kind of, it's almost Italian for a German, <laughs> but it's almost like that hot-headedness that sends him into a spin of doing irrational things, which we know yeah. is not his won't. We can't forget how long the season was because it, there was a, a point in there. It's going to be longer when, next year. Yeah, it's true. Another race longer. It felt like the wheels had completely come off for yeah. Vettel. Yeah. It really did. I mean, he recovered a lot by the end of the season, but it, he, was a, he was just a meltdown. But then again, I think we you know put the foot on the other shoe. I think Leclerc is the real deal and is the one guy that will take it to Verstappen over the next decade. Um, and I think there's a sort of realization from Vettel that that is the case. This kid, you know, is coming and coming fast. I mean, if, if you, you know, crystal ball it, uh, next year, Australia, who would you say is going to be the quicker of those two drivers? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, good point. I mean, it's hard That's to bet against be a good Verstappen right now, but... No, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Vettel and... Uh, oh, sorry, Leclerc? yeah. Leclerc? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to, you know. If you had to put all your a... money, put your mortgage, your house, what would you put it on? I think Leclerc. Yeah. I think me too. Me too. Yeah. So, so th right, we gotta... therefore, we've just answered our own question. Yeah. Battles rattle. Yeah, he is. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, I want to tell you all who my favorite driver of the 2019 year in Formula was. You already know it. Everybody probably already does. But we got more to come, too. We also had that interview with, uh, with Chelsea Herbert. Don't, don't you also have an update to your car? <laughs> Software update. I did do a software update Bios. to the car. Well, we, are you going to tell about it? Uh, tell uh, yeah, about sure. It? We'll talk security about that patch. too. Okay. Security patch. It's a security patch. It happens at 100 horsepower, but it's also a security patch. You're listening to Speed City. We're live in Austin. We'll talk all about that after the break. <laughs> As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. 
Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers, and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities, and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, V-Box, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky, the source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing, windingroadracing.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 1370, the right choice. So Hi, I'm Will Hardeman, driver of number 19 WPD Morespeed Porsche 991 Cup Car, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we were when we went to break, we were talking about a couple things. One of them is uh, I want to talk about my favorite driver of the year, hands down, easy. I mean, as far as entertaining to you, a, have a bit of a bro crush on him. I do have a man crush. A man crush, that's it. On Lando Norris. Yep. He's been, uh, and I get it, too. Yeah, I mean, but I think the entire F1 community is, that, that can, may be a can consensus. Can we get him for our E? E party next uh, year? Well, yeah. E-pre? Wouldn't he we're, be a... We're going to have to turn up the volume on our e, our e pre Let's call Zach Brown and event. say, can we borrow him on the Wednesday night before the Formula One to host our E party? Oh, my gosh. We'd have to get the Irwin Center or whatever it's called. Well, hey, now. let's get Dell. If it's still yeah. Dell, if you're listening, we I mean, want your driver. McLaren, yeah. We hey, want I'll, your I'll driver. Just, you know, wheel into my Hey, and what about esports this year? I mean, all I of a sudden, our our timing was pretty good having an esports event this year mm-hmm. because this has been the year, at least in Formula One, for sure. I mean, I know it's been growing across the board, but man, esports is everywhere now right? But, in, and, in motorsports. And I, I keep bringing this fact up, but <laughs> how about this for a, a, a sort of like, this would never happen in any other sport, tennis, NFL, you name it, where two drivers from two different manufacturers and two different teams on opposing sides of the, you know, yeah. if you will, one a, one a Red Bull driver and one a McLaren, Dell-sponsored driver, get together on a sim and race for 24 hours against the world yeah. and win. That was pretty cool. Lando Norris, Max yep. Verstappen, Max Verstappen yeah. raced in their own names, right. <laughs> and everybody raced against them, and they won. I love that. I nice. know. And what's so cool is that how they, well, you can just end up in the same game with them. <laughs> it's awesome. 
I mean, we had Connor Daly on yeah, yeah. early in the year, and, right. and and I pulled out some of his uh, Twitch clips. <laughs> he, I think he was a little bit. You stalked him a little, eh? Uh, yeah, he was. He was definitely a little uncomfortable. <laughs> But it's it's all public and it's easy to stumble across. But I just love the fact that he's just hanging out, going, "Oh, I was crap on that corner. I was this," and then just you know he's playing the game just like all the other kids. Yeah, and talking to him. Yeah, that's very cool. What are you doing on Twitch? Max, Max, <laughs> Max, 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 Max. Oh yeah, oh, sorry, is, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and there's that one too. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I I just I don't know what made me think of of pulling that. We had Connor coming on, and I think I was just googling him, and and uh, that it came, came up. up. Yeah. I mean, my son's a big gamer, and he's not—he's not into motorsports gaming. So, so but... tell us about your upgrade. Oh yeah, yeah, I did a software. Tail lights, right? Tail lights. Yeah. So what? So you got a steering wheel now? No, it's. Uh... Wait, we're not talking about the game oh. upgrade. This is so real this is life. Your car. What was really pretty kind of cool is that I did the update over. I went over to More Speed because right, my son was over there doing some work on his car, and they were closed. And so, but anyway, so I did the upgrade inside there. And they were all doing. <laughs> you took your Cadillac to more speed. So they're How all dare doing. You? They're all doing. You know, bolt on this and that. And I'm going. I'm going to add 100 horsepower with my laptop. It was really cool. Oh, I bet you were popular. Yeah. It's just... So let, let, let me ask you. So when do you, when do you, you can you let us know when you use it? I used I used a good bit of that on the way to the studio. It's Sunday in Austin where it's not traffic wall to wall on Sundays. And you, you noticed it? Did, did your oh eyeballs kind of yeah flattened? <laughs> <laughs> Redlined it. Now, now. Yeah. With a turbo car these There's days, like you, a can add a tune. you can add a tune to it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it automotive. I, I, I question, the others get really he costly. A, he's, he's questioning this. Is he a car guy or not? Just, <laughs> a, it's a software update. It adds 100 horsepower. That's well, what's. <laughs> buy a Chevrolet. <laughs> Hey, yeah. man, I hey, was doing the central muscle cars. the man cars. with a taco truck. Yeah, now, whoa, whoa, <laughs> slow down there. Slow your roll there. I added hey, more listen, horsepower nothing wrong with than my your Toyota. truck has. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Hey, I was doing the central muscle cars, historics in New Zealand. I and know, I'll tell you, you got what, cred, I, got yeah. my, I got my 1970 uh, Ford Mustang. Oh, man, I had so much fun. <laughs> No. All right. Well, we're completely off track. Where are we going with all this? <laughs> FIA, uh, you track? want to talk about Autosport Awards? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Autosport Awards is a good one, too. I mean, they had the FIA Awards. It wasn't the same this year because Kim, it, I was gonna Kimmy, say, didn't show up. Kimmy wasn't there drinking. It's carded which, at the door. No, sir, you can't come back. You remember in. last year? That yeah. was the greatest thing yeah, ever yeah, watching yeah. Kimmy Räikkönen drunk across, wander across the stage. Also, but, as imponderable is, when would you ever hear imponderable? Would you think that the Yaris was the car of the year in uh, rally? In, in an alternate universe? No, no. <laughs> in, in this universe, the rally car of the year is the Toyota Yaris WRC. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, but that's not a stock Toyota Yaris. <laughs> oh, far from. Yeah. That I like the way you did the Tom Landry version of Toyota. Toyota, yeah. Uh, by the way, Alban also won the Autosport Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that's right. Alban won it there, too. There you go. Yeah, some of, what are some it. of the other awards, Jonathan? You got it up. Um, there was the Engineer and Future Award. Luke Dardis won that. Writer uh, of the Year, Marquez. That's uh, an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Mahendra Pioneering Innovation Award went to the W Series, which I thought, ah. actually, a really good kind of deal. That is um, really that that really did well this year. I, mean, I that... have to say, we were all quizzical. We had girls on here, women on women. here. Um, who were also quizzical, but I think the best statement of all, and I can't remember who said it, I think it was Sabra Cook, Cook. Mm -hmm. who said, I'm not all for, I, I want to race against the best. 
I want to get. I want to race against. But, maybe it was Shay Holbrook. I don't know. But she said, if you're offering, if you're offering me five hundred thousand to a million as a prize. I don't care. I'll race yeah. anybody. And I like that because that's a real racing driver there saying, hey, you know, if I've got an opportunity had, to advance myself, that's where I'm going. And it yeah. worked. And, yeah, I mean, she, you know, she didn't show real well this season. And then, nope, she and, so, yeah. and, and actually she will not be back this season, not because of racing issues. She's, She's a mama. carrying a mama. Oh, she's cool. a mama, mama yeah. coming in. So, but, you know, uh, we, had, we had the champion of the – series That's on right. before she won the championship Jamie. Jamie Chadwick yeah great girl and if you remember what I said about her when when we got done interviewing her I was like she is impressive on many many levels she's obviously a very talented driver she's a competitive driver and she was super intelligent and just well-spoken just across the board Present, really, well it, yeah but it was it was way beyond that it, it was, she was just really impressive and anybody who's listening any girls that are listening or any uh, fathers of daughters look up jamie chadwick because since that interview she not only won the w series she has been taken on as an aston martin factory driver in gts nice she's also doing um much to my chagrin she's also doing the um asian f3 series which happens exactly the same time as the Toyota racing series. Uh, we've got our own in uh, Chelsea Herbert, but I wanted to see more girls uh, get involved in the Toyota racing series. But um, she's doing that. And, and what's interesting about that is, this is the big news, is that the W series now carries FIA super license points. Yeah. So these girls, quite rightly, Jamie Chadwick is now scoring potentially, she can go well, uh, FIA winter points in a winter series. And then taking those through, and if she wins the W Series again, she's going to be literally on the edge of, um, you know, potentially a, a test driving opportunity in F1. Hmm. Hey, so uh, stay tuned. We've got uh, we've got some new connections in the W Series, and uh, we've been offered a lot of uh, direct contact. Cool. So yeah, uh, stay yeah. Tuned. We'll it was really hard to get Chadwick on the show. I, I I literally ended up just emailing somebody through the website, and then two or three different people. So I'm glad they they took care of that. But you bet. Hey, uh, news about the some other series, too. The uh, Formula E is now a true world championship. Do you see that? No, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mayhem. Uh, Almost. <laughs> ah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, that's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Until they say change. Listen, I'll love it when they change the sound. Hey, dude, when I watched the form, Formula E this year, there were multiple times when I was watching it, I just forgot. And I was watching the racing, and it was competitive. I'm not a big fan yet, but there were a couple of races that I saw that I enjoyed it, and it was just good racing. I I'm with you on that. I'm uh, coming around to it, and you know I'm I'm not sure exactly what all it needs to. Do. You know we're, we're down to the single car. That's better. All the all these things are are start, starting to come around. So I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, I'm not. By like the way, Sabra Cook fan, is yeah. is returning to the W Series. It just says here she's currently doing her Formula Renault uh, technology stroke engineering um, internship okay. uh, in the UK. But it, I've just been looking down. There are twelve uh, returnees to the W Series, and one of them is Sabra Cook, and I'm really excited for her because uh, she's an American and she didn't do great last year, but she she's now back in, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how she goes. Yeah, follow all the Americans. What else, guys? I hey, saw that. I, you know, we had some news. What was that? A week or two ago, and we haven't got to ask Jonathan uh -oh. about the Repsol Honda Rider pairing. Oh yeah, 
Interesting, isn't it? All right. So I, if you I, missed it, Mark Marquez and his brother are going to be on the Repsol together. That is a good question for you, Jonathan. What do you, you think? I, I, I think it's awesome. I, I really do. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome for the Marquez clan. <laughs> um, because Alex has, um, in, in a weird way, he's been compared to his brother all his life. Um, can you imagine being the brother of Marquez? Yeah. Uh, we saw him win here for the first time ever yeah. uh, on about a GP level. And at that point, Mar- uh, Alex was in uh, 125s, as they were. Or 2013, was, yeah. Yeah, Moto3. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm delighted for him, and I'm also intrigued as to how that relationship will work because this is different. This is not like having, um, you know, another rider – Arrival. This is your own flesh and blood that you have adored and and been. You know, he watches all his races. And, and probably fought like most fought brothers like cat do. And dog, yeah. And I, I really do think it interesting. Very interesting. And I also think that Mark has won so much that he will be quite gracious to his brother. And I think he will bring his brother's best potential. Is what I really think. And I he think is that, at that level. He's right? at that you level. Know? Yeah. And I mean, everybody says, well, is he good enough? You know, um, oh, is, has he been gifted this? No. And I, eh, I don't, he's the world champion. I, I think you can't ignore that, but I think he's good enough. You know, it was only just a few years ago that they were comparing uh, Alex's performance on that bike to, uh, to Mark's to performance Mark's, yeah. in the lower classes, and they were saying that Alex was actually better. Yeah. So this well, is I remember, I remember when 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 Mark did an interview with me, and and his dad's his dad said, "Yeah, and the other one's faster." Yeah, I, re- <laughs> I do remember that. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we are going to play that interview with Chelsea Herbert, and we're going to talk a little more. We're, we're all over the board tonight, but that's great. It's the end of the year. We're doing all that, and uh, we're also going to talk Mazda MX-5 Cup later in the show. You're listening to Speed City live in Austin, Texas. Back after these messages. Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company. Born, bred, and brewed in Texas. When you're looking for traditional Tex-Mex, look no further than an Austin favorite, one in a million. Serving original family recipes since 1980 and located just minutes from downtown at 2300 East Cesar Chavez, one in a million has your Tex-Mex fix every day of the week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Breakfast is served all day. Homemade migas, enchiladas, and menudo. And try the Don Juan taco. Some say it's big enough to feed a family of four. One in a million. Online at oneinamillion.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Danny Walker from American Super Camp and the Grocery Chicken Road Race Factory team, and you are listening to Speed City, so get your elbows up. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, so I think everybody should have the elbows up when listening to Speed City. (laughs) It could be tiring. It could be. Hey, I want to talk about the Vietnam circuit because that is the first time for Formula One. It's going to be 21 races next year. So, but 22, isn't it? Is it 22 or 20? Yeah, it's 22. 22 yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was 21 this it was 21 year. 21 this year. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, yeah, for the first time ever, Vietnam. Casey, Casey's just good. Casey, our producer's uh, gone, what? Yeah. <laughs> 22. 22. What time do we get up? Uh, <laughs> good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> that's you know that'll come up. You know oh, that's yeah. going to come out all yes, over the in, place. In case you just listened to our Sunday night show, we also do uh, pre and post Formula One shows live on national radio. Yep. Check out our website to find that where that is and how to listen and all that. Speedcitybroadcast.com. Do it live. Yes. Yeah, do it live. <laughs> I'm really excited for the Vietnam Grand Prix. Yeah. Here's some. Here's something interesting that I didn't know about it. This is the first. Tr- to have been originated by Formula One's in-house motorsports team, along with Tilke. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know. So this is effectively uh, Liberty Media's yeah, first exactly new Grand Prix. Point. Yeah, yep. Should be. It's a, I tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a vaunt into the dark, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, remember we when we've talked to the crowd, you know, they're talking about more of a revenue share and agreed upon operational budget, and then revenue share and and things like that. So, um. I'm quite honestly a, a little bit apprehensive. I think it's going to be better than what we saw with with you know getting a thirty million dollar Andy to get in the game each year. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think it's a good thing. But I, I'm going to watch it. I'm sure they'll have to make adjustments as well, they go. I think the model that they're taking that Liberty Media are taking compared to Bernie's model, like you say, which was the thirty million put up or shut up, uh, worked because ca- countries like China and Malaysia wanted to get on the map. They want, and, and, and it proved brilliant for Malaysia, certainly. It put them on the map. Um, and look what it's done for Austin. Different because we're in a very, you know, in a different world here. But for Vietnam, it will be purely a tourism Thing. I mean, let's face it, when we think of Vietnam, we think of, I've, I've, I've done a documentary in Vietnam, and so I have a very different view of Vietnam than probably most people do, because I've been to yeah. both Hanoi and uh, Ho Chi Minh, and they're beautiful city, beautiful people, uh, and but you can't get away from the fact that there was a war there that is very public, um, and that's what people think of, uh, and yet it's a burgeoning democracy, uh, a very, very fast-growing part of Asia, uh, and a beautiful place with lots of history and all the rest of it. So I think this will add to that and will look just as it did in Singapore. People seriously were scared of going to Singapore, thinking it was That was, was some, what I was going to ask you. Right, right. I knew yeah. you'd been there. but 2008, when they first did the Grand Prix there, literally when the lights turned on and effectively when it, TV homes, 500 million TV homes saw Singapore for the first time, 
And I lived in Asia at that time. And everybody said, oh, wow, I had no idea mm -hmm. that it was this modern business capital uh, with all these high rises right. and modern clean streets and all the rest. They thought it was some third world country and it isn't at all. Uh, but, and so it changed. It changed the reflection of Singapore. And in Vietnam, I mean, are you thinking similar? I think it, I th absolutely. I think it will single-handedly transform uh, Vietnam's reputation. Um, and I also think I like the, I'd like to learn more about um, Liberty Media's model, which is, like you say, a revenue sharing. We'll invest with you to right. make this happen, and we'll both gain from the merchandise or whatever. Whatever. I don't know what. I don't know what the whole structure is. Yeah, from from what I've seen, read, and what you know, kind of the uh, I'll say the the mindset that I've heard, it's going to be agreed upon operations. Okay, Jonathan, you want to put one on, you know, your operations. We're going to say we're going to help you with this much of it, or we're going to agree that this is what the operations cost when you run it right, mm -hmm. promote it right, et cetera, provide the facility. And then we're going to pay that, you know, through the revenue or through the attendance, you're going to pay that bill. And then ab above that dollar mark, we're going to split it to some percentage or, or whatever I, the case is. Let's do the show from there. I was just going to say that. Let's, <laughs> let's at least one of us go. But I'm looking at some of the photos on the F1 website. It's a cool track. And the building looks very similar to Coda. Yeah. 300 yeah. foot long pit building, lots of glass and modern. What's interesting looking. about it is it goes, uh, I've, seen, I've seen a sort of onboard, if you like. Uh, it goes through some of the long, big highway streets, as it were, some of the sort of what you expect from a, from a big city. And then it goes into the really winding kind of uh, sort of suburbs, as it were, where, <laughs> where people, you know, hanging out the laundry type thing. And you think, oh, my gosh, how are you going to get a car around there? Uh, and so it's, it's going to be an interesting track in that respect. Yeah, and they're saying it's on on track to be completed in early January, which is a little – well, it's cutting it close, but not like Austin, where they were literally painting the uh, parking stripes, you know, on, on Wednesday or Thursday when, <laughs> yeah. in 2012. Um, yeah, we pulled up, and there was no sign at the <laughs> at end night. of the aisle we parked on. And when wow. we came out, there was then a sign. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's on schedule and uh, looks like I'm excited. It's going to be good. I am too. I mean, adding a new to me, that's one of the things that I like about Formula One after the technology is that, that we get to see all these cultures from around the world. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's a fascinating story, whether or not you agree with, you know, the government involvement and all that stuff. Sure. It, it is fascinating. Well, it, and, you know, talk about what's happening with, with the facilities and the tracks. Zanfort's turn change was at uh, Lion turn yeah did the, you hear the, the about oval, this the, the sort of banking it's going to yeah. banking and it's going to be 18 degrees it's huge bank just checking it is my a number massive there. wasn't it charlie whiting's idea as well may, may I, rest in peace but i, I think he I had a lot know. to do with yeah it. yeah he was actually tied into that one of the things that i find interesting is when i was there in may checking out the track and and therefore the red bull extravaganza it was very interesting because that is a sand base they are less than half a mile yeah, from right. the beach right front. The beach, yeah. And yeah. so, Zanfort, yeah. you know, uh, I'm curious how they're going to stabilize that environment for F1. They were running a Porsche Cup. They were running a drift uh, exhibition. They were doing all kinds of things like that. But I'm curious how what they gonna... they're going to do 
Yeah. To cope All right. With well, hey guys, let's let's go to our interview. Once you set this up, Jonathan. Yeah. Chelsea Herbert. Uh, I got a, a a great opportunity. We did a, a live Sky Sports show um, down in New Zealand um, to uh, start the season of eighty sixes. Uh, and I cover the Toyota 86s and the Toyota Racing Series, the Castrol Toyota Racing Series, of which Chelsea Herbert will be a part for the first time. And really excited both for her and for New Zealand because she's 21. She's done a lot of V8 racing already, so she's she's used to the rough and tumble. She's not done... Um, Almost NASCAR-like. Yeah, she's not done single-seaters, so it's going to be an eye-opening thing for her and a real, I mean... Think about this. She is taking on the world's best. Two years yeah. ago, three years ago, Lando Norris won yeah. the championship. Yeah, let's Two not years forget. ago, Lance Stroll uh, won the championship. So we're and and uh, Liam Lawson, we think may be defending his title. So if that's the case, she's up against it. But I think she's doing it for the right reasons. And interestingly enough, the car she's racing, this new T FT sixty is exactly the same car that the W Series runs, and that's her ambition. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So very nice. smart move. Full-on F3. Full-on F3 you know, car. When, you know, with downforce and serious yeah. horsepower. Yeah. So anyway, I spoke to Chelsea. She came on our Sky Sports show, and I took her aside afterwards and said, hey, can we have a chat for Speed City? And this is what she had to say. Okay, Speed City fans, I'm delighted to introduce to you one of the TRS, the Castrol Toyota Racing Series drivers for 2020. Her name is Chelsea Herbert. She's from New Zealand, and she follows a big line of great single-seaters coming out of this country, going all the way back to the likes of Chris Amon. But she's new, and she's fresh, but she's been racing here for a while in V8s. Chelsea, um, I'm really excited for you because this is the Premier Motorsport um, single-seater championship, if not championship in New Zealand. I know V8s is big down here, but certainly from a world perspective, this is as big as it gets. How are you feeling about going into all this? Honestly, a little bit nervous because I know the level of driver um, that I'll be competing against. And yeah, obviously being a driver coming in with no single-seater knowledge is a little bit daunting, um, especially seeing I'm versing kids that are already championship winners in their own countries. Um, and being one of two Kiwis, you know, I know I have the support backing me, but that also has to come with results. Um, but uh, I'm not expecting massive results. Um, I am being realistic about it, but I'm aiming for a top 10. And the reason I'm doing the series is to gain the knowledge and skills of driving a single-seater just to help my future development of as a driver. Well, talking about the future, what about your past? What, how did you get to V8s and now onto this? What did you start by doing? So I started go-karting when I was seven. Um, I did nine years of that, and then I got offered to drive a Sangyong Ute when that series came to New Zealand. Um, so I was part of the inaugural season and the second season, and then I moved into New Zealand V8s Class 2. Um, I did two seasons in that, and then I wanted a, another speed bit kick, so I um, jumped into Class 1, and now I'm here in TRS. The good thing, I suppose, is it's a brand new car for everybody. Um, but in that respect, you're also very new to single-seaters. Uh, what's your apprehension? What are you worried about? Because V8s couldn't be more different. Yeah, I think the thing I'm worried about is probably just being physically ready for it. Um, it is a very physically demanding car. I did a couple of days in Spain at the W Series test in a very similar, if not the same car, um, just different engine. And yeah, it, it was tough, but I've been training very hard to try and combat that and make sure that's not one of my worries. Um, but I think it will just be good to be in the same race as like, future Formula One drivers, you know? So if that's not the best way to improve your skills, then I don't know what is. 
It's interesting you mentioned the W Series because it's it really has bl been blown open by the fact that we know that the FIA license points are available uh, in TRS, but they're now also available for the W Series. I mean, I mean, I, all right, first year you're not expecting top ten, that's fine. But if you were to stick with this, I mean, is that a potential that you could use those points to maybe go to the W Series? Yeah, definitely. Like my whole life has sort of been more heading towards tin top and especially since I hopped out of go-karts that was just the opportunities that came up but um, after I had my first day in single seater I was you know, second guessing my whole tin top um, idea and I think like driving single seater is just so much fun and it's very much like go driving the go-karts that I did for nine years so for me hopping back into single seater well back into something like go-karts being single seaters is really cool um, and yeah, I think I could definitely see myself changing into more of a single-seater driver, but I think I'm just going to see how this season goes and see what opportunities arise from that and, and just carry on with whatever path. And what's your take on the W Series overall? We've had so many girls on, and it's interesting their reactions to it, both negative and positive. Just without giving, you, giving away what they say, what's your take on an all-female series? Um, initially, I was a bit taken back by it because obviously I'm one of the females that have grown up since I was seven driving only against males so I didn't see the point of it um, you know I've won championships against males and it's never you know never stopped me because I'm a female um, but I think also having a look at it and after being at the test it's very obvious that their idea isn't taking a female out of the male category to put them in a female category it's more to pull them and put them into a female category to recognize that they are a good racer and to put them sort of on the stage where they may not have been able to reach and I guess like for drivers that are financially um, having to find sponsorship and so on like myself it's it's nice to be able to have that opportunity available um, and I think for me being able to compete on an international stage and to not have to worry about trying to get hundreds of thousands if not millions to race is very special. Well, finally, wish you best of luck, but uh, there's going to be a lot of young girls out there inspired by what you're doing, especially, like you say, taking on the boys at this level. This is the highest level. These guys are Ferrari Academy drivers. You're up against, uh, potentially, Liam Lawson, who's a Red Bull uh, Academy driver. You know, this is tough. Give us some social media. How can they follow you? What's your number? What, 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 what colour's the car? What's your helmet look like? Come on. Yeah, um, so I'll be in the black and yellow MTF Toyota Racing Series car. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Chelsea Herbert Motorsport um, or my Facebook page is Chelsea Herbert Racing. All right, well, best of luck, Chelsea Herbert. We'll see you after Christmas. Happy Christmas. Thank you. She, she may be more <laughs> upbeat than you, Jonathan. She, you can she see, is, you she can, great? You can see the smile a, over oh, the speaker. Man. She's oh, yeah. so follow her. bubbly. Follow her. Seriously, she's, yeah. she's well worth a follow. I wonder good, if she good parks people. that car. <laughs> is that your New Zealand accent? Well, it's no, more the, Boston, sort of. But. The, one, the one to work on is Beast. Beast? Beast. Oh, That's yeah, the best. Best, 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 best breed you can buy. Yeah. All righty. That's uh, terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I agree, Charles. That's true. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to, looks like on Twitter, Walter Mellon is uh, watching online on the Twitter stream and says, hey, glad you guys are, are doing the show in the offseason. What he doesn't realize, he, he must be a, a serious, he must be one of our listeners on our national show. And he doesn't realize we've been doing this Sunday night didn't, show didn't for. Didn't you say Kyle Kirkwood is? Yeah, listening? looks at well, Kyle Kirkwood Racing. They're they're watching too. But... Well, hey, Kyle, what championship are you going to win this year? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what championship are you going to enter and win all the races? All the races. <laughs> Make everybody. Man, mad. by the way, if you don't know who Kyle Kirkwood is, look him up.
because this kid is another Kubica. He doesn't have a lot of money, but he needs some backing, and he is America's finest racing driver right now. Hey, uh, how yeah. about... Pretty let's, hard to argue with that. Let's get him in a Mazda MX-5. <laughs> he, 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 nice, your shorts. Nice segue, Mr. Kaiser, but we got to get a break in before we go to the MX-5 discussion. So let's go ahead and do that now. And when we come back, we're going to have someone from Winding Road Racing to talk about the MX-5 Cup back after these messages. Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers, and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities, and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, V-Box, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky, the source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing, windingroadracing.com. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, I'm Jenny Gale from BBC F1. You are listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm going to throw it over to you, Les Kaiser, and let you introduce our next guest. Oh, man, you talk about uh, the guy to know. And, you know, so often we're asked, how do I get into racing? What, what's a good way to get there? Uh, you know, if you want a full-size car, uh, the MX-5 spec series is one of the best ones. We've got one of the top shops in the country right here in Austin and a few others. Steve Marengo is our guy to uh, really just get us caught up. Hey, happy holidays, Steve. How are things going? Uh, happy holidays to you guys. Thanks for having me on tonight. Oh, uh, man, we are excited for this new year. I know there's a lot of things going on with the Challenge Series. Uh, tell you what, give us a nutshell introduction to the series and and tell us what's going on, especially that big purse that's up this year. Yeah, definitely. We got a lot going on the Spec MX-5 Challenge this year uh, from, a, from a new car to uh, increased purses. Uh, great sponsors coming in, help us out. Uh, series this year is going to be presented by toyo tires we're really excited to start running on toyo tires and uh we've got a lot of great programs uh we've got a you know our east west regional programs we got a national series program and then we've got the program we're really excited about which are our invitational program and uh 
The Invitational program is looking for 25 of the best drivers, um, and it's going to give them a shot to run at the big money championship, uh, which is going to be here at the Circuit of the Americas next year in November, um, with the winner taking home $50,000 that they can then use in other forms of motorsports. And, uh, of course, this is all made possible by our friends at Mazda, who probably do more for grassroots racers in the United States than any other uh, manufacturer. Um, and we're really excited. We're just really excited to, to be on board. We're really excited for the new car and uh, really excited to play a vital link between uh, Spec Miata, which is one of the biggest racing uh, series in the United States, and Global MX5 Cup, which is uh, the, the, the series that races with IndyCar week in and week out. So we've got a lot going on, and we're really excited about the direction of this challenge series for, for next year and for the future. Did you say 50 thousand yeah. dollars yes fifty thousand. the champion will take home a check for fifty thousand dollars um and they'll be able to use that and apply that to any form of motorsports uh that they want to uh inside of the Mazda family and as you know Mazda uh has wow. really increased their yeah they've really increased their their motorsports uh you know uh, impact uh you know with the new car that they're putting out you know running the, the, the Mazda 3 and of course, their their Daytona prototype program, and um, they've got a lot going on, Mazda. And, and you know, without Mazda's help and support, you know, uh, a series like this would never be possible. So, Man. folks, this this really is. I mean, you're hearing some pretty big dollars for something that is not a huge racing investment to get into a quality series. You know, these are definitely FIA spec. You know, safety regimens and things that they look towards as well, and. Uh, you know, here you go. You can't get anything better than an up-to-date spec car ready to go. And, you know, getting into a, a Miata is the what a great entry level. You can buy the cars for a reasonable amount of money. And and uh, they, the first time I ever went around Coda was in a, a Miata. And blows your mind how, how much G-forces G you can generate in those cars. Yeah, there's certainly some great YouTube videos if you, if you want to get some, some searches of uh, – you know, the, the the best and the most expensive supercars blowing the Miata away on the straightaway, and then yeah. in the turns, the Miata is catching up. Um, so it's a great way to learn racing. It's a great way to learn your craft. Uh, you definitely learn a lot about momentum. You learn a lot about drafting, cornering, braking. It's really the great, one of the best ways to learn racing and, and to really push your career forward. And, and that's what we have going on uh, with Winding Road Racing, but also with shops all across the country. Um, it's a really exciting time for, you know, for our series and for Spec MX-5 um, just in general. You know, it's interesting. I went to Harris Hill, and um, as you know, they've got a, a very strong following there of the of the Miatas. And I, I, I went out with a friend who races one, and he put me in his race car and put me in he, – he sat in the passenger seat and said, you know, have you ever raced before? I said, ah, I've done a bit of go-karting. But he was telling me where to change gear and what to do. The confidence that that car brings – on a track like Harris Hill, I mean, code is one thing, but Harris Hill, you know, is wide open and it was so informative. The car responds to what you do. Uh, it's, 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 it, frankly, it's the most fun I've had. Um, <laughs> and, and frankly, like you say, it's affordable. I, I'm really keen. Uh, sign me up. Can we have a Speed City team? <laughs> uh, I'd say we can probably arrange that. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Put that on his account. Okay. <laughs> but but don't you agree that the, that the car itself, for any driver, 
um, who not, doesn't necessarily want to be a racing driver, but wants to learn about the craft of driving a car and what a car can do, both braking, both gears, and so on and so forth. I think I think a lot of people who've never been on a racetrack would be amazed at the grip, um, the the you know the mechanical brilliance of modern day cars, and the Miata is a good example. Yeah, and I think I think this generation, the version two of, of this second Mix Five Challenge car, is really exciting um, because of the partners we've been able to pull in uh, to to provide the spec. You know, uh, the cars next year are going to have a Roush engine in it, which is a name Ooh. you know all race fans yeah. know. Um, Penske shocks on the front end, which is another great name in racing. Um, Paget brakes, Toyo tires, and of course, you know, of course, Mazda really, you know, really pushing it, and you know. When you have a, a gentleman like uh, David Cook really helping us craft the gen, you know, the, the way that the series is going to play out for next year, it's great. And and you know, just this week, Mazda has made a commitment uh, to provide ten thousand dollars worth of scholarships for ten, you know, of ten of the probably the best up and coming drivers uh, for our invitational program. And and that's that's the type of you know that's the type of commitment that Mazda has and. You know, that's, you know, if you've ever seen a global MX-5 cup race, um, you know, you know that it is it is some of the best action you'll see on a racetrack, um, you know, perhaps the whole weekend. I, I know when we had the uh, global MX-5 cars here this year at the IndyCar race, um, they were some of the best races of all the, you know, the entire weekend because the field is so close and, and it's, you know, really learn about how to drive a race car um, wheel to wheel in close competition and, and you learn very quickly, you know, where your limit is. And then that, that's what racing is about. It's about finding the limit, finding the, the, the line and, and, you know, learning how to, how to do that lap in and lap out. Um, and that's what you're going to learn, you know, in a spec MX five car. And that shows with, with our applications, you know, uh, we've opened our application period up for drivers for our national series and our invitational series. And it's every day at, at you know, at our office, we're getting anywhere from five to 10 applications of, of wow. people from all sorts of, you know, driving uh, styles from karting, you know, from people who are running a spec Miata, even people from sports cars. And we've, we've even got some increase from people who have run in some of the larger classes, you know, well-known professional classes saying, Hey, you know, I'm not doing anything right now. Uh, hmm. You know, my, my career kind of ran out of some funding, but I may be able to get inside of this invitational program. How can we do this? Fantastic. Yeah, we'll have to, uh, folks, we're going to share the link to Winding Road, and it's got Steve's information there. Uh, WindingRoad.com is the, is the base right. website. But yeah. Fantastic, uh, fantastic yep. stuff. Hey, thanks and, and for course, getting us caught up on this. This is great. Definitely. It's uh, and, amazing. We're going to put this out. We may have to do our own podcast because there's a lot more to yeah, talk about in the series. Yeah, and, and for more on the series, please go to spec mx-5.com that's where you can find everything else about what we're doing um and 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 how we can help you get one of these cars all right buddy well thanks a lot and we'll uh, we'll see you around austin great thank you absolutely Fantastic. all right well we are out of time series. yeah i know that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch it's gonna be to keep uh to keep on our radar but all right well thanks everybody for tuning in thanks for listening on and uh, online on the radio in austin and on uh, facebook and twitter or youtube or wherever the heck else you're listening or watching we appreciate it and we'll be back next week. Check us out on our website, speedcitybroadcast.com. We'll talk to you next Sunday night. Ciao, y'all. Happy trails.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.